Welcome back to Wasted Local Fantasy Football. A day late, a bunch of dollars short. I'm Daniel, alongside of Josiah. Hi, Josiah. Our special guest, no one. No one. So we we came to a realization that immediately after someone is a guest on our show, they lose in the next week. So it's really hard to book someone when you you're turning out losers constantly. Yeah, that's I honestly haven't even noticed that. But yeah. Yep. So I mean, you gave away uh, the uh, the outcome of Rogers' game, but that's okay because we're not going to give away the outcome of our game until we get to it in a little bit. All right. So is there anything you wanted to talk about before we started since it's going to be a little bit shorter since we don't have somebody else's opinion on the the podcast? Nope. Nope. All right, cool. I I don't have anything to provide. (laughs) All right. If you hear a bunch of background noise, um, it's because... I was sick yesterday and was miserable and didn't feel like doing a damn thing. So we're recording it a day late. So it's like kind of a day that I'm that everybody here isn't used to me recording. So if there's some background noise, kids yelling, dogs barking, tough. Deal with it. If not, turn the podcast off and find something else, I guess. You know. <laughs> but all right. So let's just go ahead and jump into last week's matchups. We'll start with Rogers game since uh since Josiah already gave it away. Uh I'm yes. a librarian Bonner versus Kamara Chameleon. The undefeated Roger walked into this game with his head held high, the overall favorite to continue to be the only undefeated team. Well, Brittany wasn't having it. And even without McCaffrey, Brittany stopped Rogers' win streak and finally gave him the L he deserves, beating him 119.44 to 105.32. Uh, I'm happy ish. Yeah. I, well, like I said, I, I'm, I'm struggling to make the playoffs. So it probably would have actually been better for me for Roger to keep winning. But also Brittany's team is really stinking good. Yeah. I mean, so 119 isn't that great for her team. And she's just lucky that Roger had a bad week because Roger's worst, this was Roger's worst week. He's put up 125, 130, 170 points. Like he's all over the place, like above 125. So she's lucky that one more of his players didn't just have a 40 point game. Yeah. And it, the main thing that I see here is that Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins connection got him 30 points this week instead of 50 points it has been getting him. Yeah. Um, I see he started Hunter Henry over Travis Kelsey. I don't know if there's going to be a switch made officially. I because I think that was the play. I mean, it wouldn't make a difference in the game, but it might make a difference at the end of the season. So, yeah, so but like he really didn't have anyone else on his bench that would have helped him. Yeah. Yeah, so the way we're doing our reserve covid list basically, especially for that game because that one was weird. It was like announced that they were pushing it, so everybody, you know, obviously just in case, because they said that they were pushing the Tennessee game, it's Tennessee Steelers game too, but ended up canceling it. So what we did was if the game got pushed, we'd message our league manager and let them know that the player that is in our lineup, um, we wanted them switched out if the other game was actually played. Now, I know that there's, I think three people did it, um, but I don't think that anything was switched, and I honestly don't think it would have mattered in anybody's case. But that's the way we're doing it. Like if a game is postponed to Monday or Tuesday, dog, I'm going to kill you. You've been quiet. Go calm down. Hump your teddy bear. Get on with your night. Sorry. Um, I'm not actually going to kill the dog. He's just mad that I'm neglecting him right now. Um but but yeah like in the case of a game being postponed to monday or tuesday we were going to get that option um but yeah like i said i don't think it would have made a difference in any of the games that were played so 
Yeah, I, it wouldn't have made a difference in this game either. But, Roger, if you would like your extra uh, 3.6 points, go ahead and message our commissioner and lobby for your rightful points that, like I said, could actually be playoff implications if if there was a tiebreaker down the road. Yeah, yeah, all the points, um, all the points matter, unlike whose line is it anyway. The points actually matter. Here. So... Brittany, uh, very quickly, had Chris Carson, who right up until the last second, they didn't know if he was going to play or not. He got 23.5 points. Um, and then Adam Thielen also had a big game at 22.2 points. I think that was the difference that kind of sealed the deal. Yep. I agree. All right. Next, we had the chosen one, Michael versus Big Booty Cheeks, Josh, who was going to be our guest tonight. But like Josiah said, he didn't want to lose. Um, he also said he was at work, which means that he's I believe in... him. So you believe him? I believe him. I saw him in electrical doing his tasks and the task bar went up. And See, I, saw I him, believe he's innocent. I saw him just standing there, which makes me feel like he's just in the Burger King drive-thru. Oh. And so can't be harassed this game while he's ordering his Whopper. Specifically is very entertaining because Josh's team did the absolute best it's ever done and worst it's ever done <laughs> yeah. simultaneously. Where he had Austin Eckler get 1.9 points, Calvin Ridley get 0.0 points, and Jared Cook also get 0.0 points. And on top of that, his defense, Chicago defense, got him 3 points. So there's 4.9 points spread across four different players right there. And Dan Bailey, his kicker, only got him 6 as well. But Lamar Jackson with 25, Joe Mixon with 39, and Amari Cooper with 27 single-handedly won him this game. Yeah. He could like, have benched those three players <laughs> outscored Michael by themselves. Yeah. Yeah, the score was 116.32 to 89. Um I don't it was it was it this past week that one of you guys said that Michael's team was just going to drop a turd and like not I, do well or was that the previous I think week? I picked Josh didn't I? Uh well, well, um let's see. Uh, no, you picked Michael to win. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Me and Roger but both I said, picked Josh. I picked, I said if there's anyone that's going to have a turd, I don't remember what episode, but I said if there is someone that can just lay an absolute turd, it'd be Michael's team. Yeah, I think it was a couple um, episodes ago. And he had Nick Chubb go down with an injury, so that was unfortunate. He had Michael Gallup only get him 3.9 points, even though... Dak Prescott threw for over 500 yards. And then because the Cowboys were going for two so much, his kicker only got him two points. Um, he had Brandon Ayuk get him 12 points on his bench. So I, I would say Michael's team, even though they scored 89 points, he has the Chubb injury, he has the wrong flex play, and then Matt Ryan did not have a good game besides yeah. that the rest of his team did okay so uh he just michael said everything that could have gone wrong for his team did go wrong which isn't far from the truth considering that tony paul tony pollard stole 10 points from ezekiel elliott well, uh, that, so that, that would have made a difference uh, as well okay so that that was an act that was actually an ezekiel elliott touchdown he was across the plane and, oh, it definitely was. Yeah, it and, definitely was an Ezekiel Elliott touchdown, and then Tony Pollard got it. Yeah, and instead of challenging it, which he could have, and saved time, which they needed. That was so stupid. Yeah, that was dumb. That was... But, I mean, if dumb. you think about it, that's an extra six points to Michael. That puts him up to 95. And, I mean, it still doesn't... Well, still if, doesn't make a difference, yeah, but... Dude, if Chubb wouldn't have gone down... Like, did the Cowboys allowed over 300 yards rushing on Sunday? Oh yeah. Like Chubb and would have gotten him plenty of points. He would have. Chubb would have scored game. him probably 20 something points. So, yeah. I mean, those two plays right there, Michael scores 130 points. Yeah. And he's sitting pretty. Um, 
but in true Michael fashion, he's decided that his team is trash and he needs to blow it up. Yep. All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the next game. We have Jay Jacobs, Jingle, Heimer, Schmidt versus the Fresh Prince of Hilaire. That's the most words I've ever said in a single sentence in my entire life. Uh, Nathan versus I'm Bruce. I'm proud of you. Uh, Bruce is proof that the only place trash talk gets you is in the L column. Although he put up good numbers, it wasn't enough. The fantasy gods are mad at him because he's an Android user, obviously. Nathan, with Rogers, fi- yeah, with Rogers finally in at starter, silenced Bruce for now, beating him 138.8 to 131. Now, this was close. This is a close game. Um, but I'm so happy Nathan won because Bruce just, like I said, Bruce needs to be silenced and he is, he's been pretty quiet this week. I mean, Nathan, Nathan's trades looking pretty good right now. The reason mm-hmm. he lost last week was because of Gardner Minshew. Aaron Rodgers scored him 30 points yep. and he got Singletary too, is uh, right. Uh, that's 16 yep. points. So that's, um, 45 40, points, 45.7 yeah. points he wouldn't have had. I mean, Odo Beckham did go crazy with 35.9. Um, oh, yeah. And, I mean, shout out to my fantasy player for throwing him a touchdown pass. Yeah, and if you're if, if you're in, anybody out there listening that's not a part of our fantasy league and you want to score points, pick a player that's playing against Dallas. You're going to get some points. It's going to uh, happen. Well, yeah. It's going to, I mean, it's going to happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, but Nathan, so, oh, go ahead. Nathan's team's looking really good, especially Mike Evans got him 21 points. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, he's got players on his bench scoring 20 points, yeah, yeah. His team as a whole, like, had a good week. I mean, Gibson, um, I really wanted Gibson, <laughs> not gonna lie. I forget when and where or when and who picked him up off of waivers at first, but I don't think Nathan originally did. But um, but yeah, I I was gonna snag him up, but uh, Nathan got him. So and Bruce had to be feeling pretty good with Blankenship uh, <clears throat> in the the uh, Rams defense getting him like twenty twenty six points. points there. Yeah. yeah, and then Nathan's kicker and defense combined got him nine points. So. Odell Beckham Jr. and Aaron Rodgers really kind of hard carried there. Mike Evans coming in as well because overall Bruce's team did really well. 131 points is nothing to sneeze at. Yep. Yep. Scoring all those points, still taking the L. I will take it because um, he is pretty. He's one and three now. You'll love to see it. All right. Yep. Next we have the Mayor of TD City versus Pop It and Lock It. What does Linden have to do to have a good team, you may ask? Probably not have every offensive player from the same team on his roster. Uh, Linden lost yet again. I would write something more entertaining, but my words are failing me, much like Linden's team has failed him. Um, Ryan wins 101.7 to 66.7. So, DJ Chark on Linden's bench, 25.5 points. Kareem Hunt... On Linden's bench, 19.1 points. Uh, that would have made this much more respectable because I'm looking across his starting lineup here and Deshaun Watson and Todd Gurley got double-digit points. Everyone else was single digits mm-hmm. all the way across the board. And even though A.J. Green only got Ryan's team 0.8 points, and, uh, I mean, uh, Ryan's team did not have the best week. We've seen him score, I think, 130-something points, 140 points. But if someone's going to come out and score 66 points, all you got to do is put a team out there and you're going to win. Yeah. There was so, a point adjustment there, actually, because whenever I wrote this yesterday morning, um Linden had six, 66.7. Now he's at 66.6. I'm going to look at our game to make sure. Oh, we're good. Okay. I'm um, just making sure. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a, there was a change there somewhere. And uh, so, and Josh has the 
Randy Bullock scoring 17 kicker points on his bench. So, who knows what he's going to do there. Maybe throw him in there at starting quarterback. Yeah. But, there's uh, a screaming yeah, children. I guess. <laughs> is, is it is it just down to us now? Yeah. Yeah, it's the uh, last game uh, is our game. So, this was the wasted local fantasy football game of the week. It's the rematch. Rematch of, yep. of the championship last year. Yep. And it couldn't have been closer. It could have been. Could have been just a little closer. The final and, uh, score was 135.5 to 135.2. One missed field goal and a kneel down by a quarterback were the deciding factors in this game. I won. <sighs> Josiah lost. That last drive of the Falcons game, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I lost. And I was texting you back and forth, and I didn't see Hayden Hurst catch that last pass that he caught, which put me he over. 14-yard pass yep. that I neither of us saw. And that Children. was exactly the reaction that I had that that child behind you just had. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's how Josiah sounded on Sunday or Monday after that game. <laughs> Crying for his mommy. I, I didn't even see it. Like I didn't see it, and the score updated. You texted me, and you're like, "Hey, I beat you," because I thought I won. And yeah, I thought yeah. you won too. Like I said, like it. Oh, somebody really wants their mommy. This is actually just a sound clip of what Josiah sent me after the game. Um, but but yeah, like I because we were I had the game up on my phone. I was laying down because uh, the game was so stinking late. Um. And I was like, I, I had already accepted defeat after Crosby. Like they, the one drive that that they had that the Packers had, where uh, they were driving down. I was like, cool, he can go down and just kick a field goal after they score a touchdown. I'll be fine because it won't put you up over me. And then they sack Rogers, and it was like third and twenty or something like that. And they got into field goal range with the next play. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And he kicks like a 45 yard field goal. It was a 48 yard field goal. goal. Two (laughs) yards longer. I would have won. Yep. Yeah. And the other thing, (laughs) the other factor that would have helped me win this game is I had Mike Gusecki in my flex position, get me two points. And I had Justin Jefferson get me 12.3 points on my bench. So this is how close it was. I'm sure everyone's done this, where you you open up the roster, you look at it, and you think, I should start Justin Jefferson here. And then you switch the players, and then Mike Gusecki gets three touchdowns that day. So I had the edit screen open. All I had to do was hit submit, because I had already switched the players. (laughs) Justin Jefferson was in on my flex position, he would have won me the game, but I thought if I bench Mike Gusecki right now, he's going to go nuts. So I didn't do it, and it it cost me the win. Mm-hmm. So I um, had Devontae Adams in my flex just in case he was going to play, and he he didn't play. So um, before Sunday, I picked up Russell Gage just in case. Then I was like. Then at one point Sunday morning, I had uh, C.D. Lamb in there instead, and I was like, nah, because like, um, at that point, Devontae Adams wasn't doubtful. He was questionable, and then Monday morning, he came out and like tweeted that he wasn't going to play. Um, so at that point, I was like, I would rather start Devontae Adams at the Falcons than I would um, C.D. Lamb against um, Cleveland. Um, just because of everybody on Dallas's offense, and you know he'd he'd get a solid twelve points, past like last week twelve or fourteen points. But um, I was like, I think I get more from Adams, and uh, benched CD Lamb like maybe at noon. But if I wouldn't have done that, it would have been over on Sunday because Lamb got twenty two yeah. points, so <laughs> two touchdowns. Um, so. Yeah. I'm so. very glad that George Kittle is back. He did get me 32.6 points. Good old George Kittle. Um, or Greg Kittle, as you like to call him. Or Giovanni or whatever Giovanni. <laughs> Roger called him that one week. But I scored. The only other person that outscored me this week was Nathan. Mm-hmm. He had 138 points, almost 139. Yep. So 
classic Josiah fashion. Put up a good good week, still lost. All right. So basically this this sets up I mean, obviously Roger's still in first place because of points. He is fifty points ahead of me. Um, but I'm now in second place. That makes me really happy. Uh Josiah, you are now in uh ninth place. Yep. Um, because of points. Um Lyndon's in last place. Bruce is actually in eighth place, I'm sorry. Um No, it's fine. Uh Brittany's in third, Michael's in fourth, Nathan's in fifth, Ryan no, Josh is in sixth, then Ryan. So so yeah, once it, in a couple more weeks, we'll actually pay more attention to like the rankings because right now it's like either you're either three and one, two and two, or one and three. But here soon, it's going to start fluctuating more, um, possibly, unless all the two and two teams and the one and three teams win, and then it's going to be the same. But um, so last week, our guest Roger picked four of five games correctly, which boosts them back up to pretty close to being. Uh, they're actually only one game behind us now. Um, so the guests are now 13 and 7. Josiah, you picked three of five correct. So you're 14 and 6. And I picked four of five correct. And it puts me at 14 and 6. So now we're tied there. So that's pretty neck and neck between everybody. Yeah. So We'll have to get a random third-party vote. Yeah, we'll, uh, I'll ask Nathan or somebody. Um, or if you want to text Josh or whoever, somebody that hasn't been on yet, and we'll get their predictions for the games and see what they think. That way we can keep that updated since nobody wants Still to be I don't think on. you should let the dog pick, but... He, he'll just bark at me and then go hump his uh, stuffed bear. Because that's all he does. He just humps stuffed. Oh, so he's picking Bruce. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on if he flips it on its stomach or uh, leaves it on its uh, on its back. But anyway, all right, enough about uh, dogs having sex with stuffed animals and on to the waivers and the trades. Um, I dropped, uh, I picked up Hen- or, uh, Russell Gage and dropped him um, after this, these games. I dropped Henry Ruggs and picked up Chase Edmonds. Um, Ryan dropped Darius Slayton, A.J. Green, added Randy Bullock, Le'Veon Bell, Tim Patrick, and Justin Jackson. Now, Ryan has two people on the reserve COVID list on his team, which means that he is maxed out on that. So if anybody else on his team catches COVID or is put on that list, um, they will have to either stay on his bench or go to the waivers um, unless one of those two people come off before then. Um, Josh swiped Dalton Schultz off the waivers from me and dropped Washington's defense. Uh, Bruce, Bruce actually wasn't the leader in waivers this week, which is a surprise. He added Brian Hill, Eric Ebron, and Darius Slayton. Um, he had dropped Dalton Schultz, Brian Hill, and J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Josiah, you added the Patriots defense and Zane Gonzalez and dropped the Chargers defense and the Saints defense. Uh, Nathan added Tom Brady because Aaron Rodgers is on a bye and dropped Marquez Valdez Scantling and Michael. Hold on, let me take a uh, a drink of water here. My throat's gonna get dry halfway through this. You okay now? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Michael added Daniel Carlson, Robert Tanyan, T. Higgins, Dearness De- Johnson, Teddy Bridgewater, and dropped Greg Zerline, Carry On Johnson, Broncos defense, Randall Cobb, and T. Higgins. So Michael has a brand new team. <laughs> Whole new team. Whole new team. Uh, we also had one trade this week. I'm not going to say anything about the trade because I don't want any angry texts. Um, Michael traded Mark Andrews, Miles Gaskin, and Michael Gallup to Nathan for Zach Ertz, Antonio Gibson, and Julio Jones. Mark Andrews, Miles Gaskin, Michael Gallup. He just doesn't like M names. I found that out. Yeah. Hmm. He doesn't like to have the alliteration on his team. Yeah. For Zach Ertz, Antonio Gibson, and Julio Jones. Go. Well, let me clear my throat here. Get a drink (laughs) of water. I think 
that this trade that Michael just made could make up for the awful trade he made with Ryan earlier. Because Michael Gallup, although talented, is now competing with, uh, oh, what's his name? C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. So C.D. Lamb, I think Michael Gallup was a 1,000-yard receiver last year. Oh, yeah. But C.D. Lamb is getting the majority of those catches now. And I honestly, I mean, Michael Gallup might have a good game here and there, but I do not see him doing what he did last year. Oh, there's too many offensive weapons there. Yeah. I mean, so, and, and if he does have a chance, Wilson's going to come in and take those touchdowns. So. so if you look receiver for receiver, Michael Gallup for Julio Jones, even though Julio Jones is hurt, mm-hmm. if Julio Jones <clears throat> does come back healthy, that's the right play. Mark Andrews for Zach Ertz. Um, I feel like that's a toss-up. I know Zach Ertz has done really poorly this year, um, but I think it might... I mean, it could pick up for him because, I don't know. Mark Andrews, I would probably give the edge there. Then Miles Gaps, Gaskin for Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson's probably going to get more carries than Miles Gaskin, or at least more points. Because, I mean, I they're making quarterback changes and all kind of stuff there. But the even if those two are considered even, uh, I think that the Julio Jones pickup from Michael could be incredible, considering that Michael Gallup's only getting about four or five points a game, fantasy-wise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mark another thing that stood out to me is AJ Green is finally a free agent after mm-hmm. probably about fourteen total plays yeah. over the last three <laughs> years. I think he's been given up on. Yeah, so. I think it's final. And the fact that like nobody's gone and swiped him in the past twenty four hours is proof that. He and was, it's not even like the Bengals have not been scoring points. They've just been scoring points despite how bad A.J. Green has been. So they have T. Higgins catching touchdowns. They have uh, uh, Tyler Boyd catching touchdowns. Uh, Joe Mixon had like four teen touchdowns last week. (laughs) He's had more touchdowns this past week than the uh, Giants have had all year. Yeah, so it's it's not looking great for A.J. Green as far as it being a useful fantasy receiver. Yeah. All right. So let's get on to the matchups. Um, we'll start at the top. We'll start with yours versus Bruce. Now I know that you want to win and you need to win, but how do you this feel is about must, this game? <laughs> must win game of the week. Yeah. For because both of you. Yeah, this is big for both of you. We're both one and three. And how many? There's, I think, 13 games in the season. Uh, yeah. I 13. feel like, I feel like eight wins is where the, the line is right now. And it could be even more than that. There's a lot of three and one teams. I need some people to start beating each other off. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Um, but I think, I don't know. I just do not like the looks of this matchup. As must-win as it is for me, I have Josh Allen playing the Titans. Maybe. That game might not even happen. He's the only quarterback on my roster because he's the only person I necessarily needed at that moment. So who knows what's going to happen there. Um, If Even if he does play, I feel like the Titans' defense is been doing a lot better than the Minnesota defense who Russell Wilson is facing. Um, I have Derrick Henry also from that same game uh, facing Buffalo who has a good defense. I have Melvin Gordon facing New England who's done okay. Uh, My other option for running back would be Miles Sanders facing the Steelers. Oh, oof. So that's not great for me. 
Devonta Parker is facing the 49ers. What I need is Deontay Johnson, George Kittle, and Justin Jefferson. Uh, also, Zane Gonzalez, who's face kicking against the Jets. I need them to, to score me 85 points or I don't have a chance yeah. uh, against Bruce's team because he's facing the Dallas defense, the Philadelphia defense, the Jacksonville defense, the Atlanta defense, the Raiders defense, the Minnesota defense. His players are going to go nuts. He's going to score 140 points this week. Um, and half my team might not even play. So, yeah, if, I, if... I'd have to pick Bruce with this current lineup. And I hate to say it because I think that whoever loses this game is that's it. We would have to win. It'd be one and four. We'd essentially have to win our final eight, eight games or at least eight of nine. Yeah. Uh, or something like that. Yeah. With the, with your starting running back and your starting quarterback might not be playing. Um, and also, after everything the number that, one receiver that I picked, A.J. Brown, I know he's been hurt. He's supposed to come back this week. He's also in that game. Yeah. Um, with those, I mean, after what came out today, um, Tennessee getting in trouble for going to a high school and practicing against the NFL's protocol. Um, the yeah, fact, they said it might be a straight-up forfeit. Yeah. Which is not great for fantasy. Nope. And as a Steelers fan, I'm upset because it kind of screws the Steelers over as well because their bye week got screwed up um, and they wouldn't get the benefit of just the the easy forfeit victory. So as a Steelers fan, I'm kind of salty as well because, I mean, they had the bye week four weeks before they would have and yeah. they didn't find out until they had already practiced that week. So they, they were halfway through their, their week of preparation. They didn't get a week off at all. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Bruce in this one too, as much as I hate to say it. Um, but yeah, uh, the, those two factors, the fact that you've got Henry and Allen and possibly Brown, um, he's not in your I mean, the proof, right now. The but. proof is in the fact that I lost to you by a missed field goal last week. This season is scuffed. I'm... <laughs> I beat Nathaniel, my little brother. We're in a, we're also in another league. I beat him because of Pat Mahomes kneeling the ball last week. So <laughs> I think all my luck is in that league. Possibly, I don't know. Uh, maybe you just this, need to do one league next year. Maybe 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 just one league no, and focus all then, your attention on that. If I do that, then that that team will one hundred percent be the worst team I've ever managed. So. If I have a couple teams, uh, I don't know if you've noticed yet, but I face you in Chad's league, Brace War. And you're undefeated you. over there. I, I'm doing very well in that <laughs> yeah. league as well. So, you know what? As bad as I look, and to all of our faithful listeners out there, I'm actually really good at fantasy and plenty have plenty of championships to prove it. I'm just the worst luck getter in this league. But if so, you're... But if you're- Good at fantasy football and nobody's there to witness it. Are you really good at fantasy football? I really am because I'm going to tell everyone, <laughs> everyone that is willing to listen, and most people who are not willing to listen, how good I actually am at this. And I'll get my trophy case out to prove it. You have trophies in the other league? No, but okay. in Yahoo, they keep <laughs> oh, Yahoo keeps Yahoo's track yeah. of trophies, and my trophy case is so big that I would have to take at least four or five screenshots to fit it all in there. If you know what I mean. It's easy to win your, your league whenever it's a 14 team league and you're the commissioner and you can, you know, whatever. Anyway, well <laughs> enough about that. League. We're talking about our league. Um, so yeah, Bruce is going to win. Yep. But if, if that Tennessee and Buffalo game does happen, uh, Bruce still probably is going to win because those are two pretty solid defenses, and I, w I would not get the offensive output that I, I'm wanting. Uh, I guess, I mean, I don't, I don't even know who I would drop to like pick up an extra quarterback. I, I could probably move some things around, put Miles Sanders in or Naheem Hines or someone. But I mean, I 
Josh Allen's it. He's the only quarterback I got. Yep. I'll keep an eye on the waiver wires to see what happens. See who you drop. So, all right, on to the next game. All right, we've got Big Booty Cheeks, Josh, versus Poppet and Lockett, Linden. But before we go to that, I I do have one question. This is for Michael, the listener. For for Michael, the listener? Yeah. Like our league commissioner? He's the commissioner. Yeah. And this is more of a question, just in general. If I did happen to have to drop Josh Allen because his game got canceled this week, would would he automatically just be put back onto my team because of the situation? Or I, I don't know how that would work. Yeah, see, that one's a weird one because it's not like Tennessee can have two bye weeks. So if they were to have to cancel it and move it to like, you know, week uh, like week 18, like if they like had to extend the season out, how would that work yeah. for fantasy? Because to me, if, a, if the same team has two canceled games in a row, that you should be able to use that IR spot for those players because you're losing production. I mean, like from at least one week, you know, like th- well, those players I, that you I won't drafted. be able to put them on the IR spot because I don't have the players that actually have tested positive. Exactly. So. Exactly. Like there, there needs to be some kind of fail safe for that because if Tennessee's game gets canceled again and you can't play Derrick Henry and you can't play AJ Brown um, for two weeks in a row, that's to me. That's not fair to you, because well, I mean it is know, what it is. Yeah, but my I mean, main concern but, though is Josh Allen, because I, like I said, I I would be able to slide a running back in or something. I can put another receiver in, but Josh Allen's it, and I would actually have to make a roster move in order to make that happen. I just didn't know if because I don't think that would be fair for him to be in waivers for someone else to claim. I think I should just receive him back the next week. I mean, I guess we'd have to put that up to a vote, but that's what I'm throwing out there for all the listeners and trying to get some sympathy for how bad my team is okay. and how bad my luck is. So Nathan just sent this to me. Um, as of one hour ago, actually less than an hour ago, Adam Schefter tweeted, Titans-Bills game scheduled for Sunday is being moved to Tuesday at 6 p.m. as long as there are no more positive tests with Tennessee per source. Bills this Chiefs is what game I think switched. Go ahead. The Titans should have to run out their freaking practice squad in order to get this game completed because it's not fair to whoever they're playing for them to be. Uh, I'm not even, you know, I'm not going to, no, next game, not going to talk about it. Big booty cheeks, <laughs> pop locket. Um, I've spoken my piece. Josh currently has Austin Eckler on his starting roster who. Is got significantly IR. injured in the last game. It's not a bye. It's uh, his hamstring is. I think it's his hamstring. No, I said he is, was. On, oh, he's not on IR. They didn't put him on IR. I thought. He, I thought they put him on IR. I thought they did too. Um, but we don't have an IR spot anyway for that, so it wouldn't really matter. Um, not like Josh. I guess he would have anyway. to put <laughs> Raheem Mostert in, who is facing Miami, so that would be okay. If he plays, if not, then. Philip Lindsay's the next guy on his list. Um, that would put Josh projected to win. Because as of now, the way projections are, he's projected to lose. But that's with that zero on his roster. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nathan, well, not Nathan. I'm. You know what? It's just the old people in the league. Uh, Lyndon has his uh, typical... Uh, typical lineup. I guess he he did bench Robert Woods uh, and Malcolm Brown. He has Kenyon Drake benched against the Jets. I'm not entirely sure what that's all about. Well, uh, I mean, Kenyon Drake has... Okay, so let me read you Kenyon Drake's production this year. 13.5, 10.5, 8.4, 3.5. That's why Kenyon Drake is on the bench, and yeah, he has not been doing well this year. Kyler Murray's taking all those runs, but... Well, yeah. But, I mean, I'm looking across Lamar Jackson versus Jared Goff. Uh, Joseph Mixon, who had the week last week. I mean, he's facing Baltimore's defense, so that doesn't look great for Josh. But, I mean, if Mixon can get at least a touchdown or two, that would be great for him. Uh, I wouldn't expect... Kareem Hunt for Josh could do really well. For Because Kareem Hunt's just the guy. 
Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, they're playing the toughest defense in the league, though. So it's not going to and Well, I guess with Chubb out, that'll be better. Yeah, for with Hunt. Chubb out, Kareem Hunt's going to be getting more look yeah. there. But what's going to win Josh this game is Amari Cooper versus the Giants and Calvin Ridley versus Carolina. Um, I mean, Calvin Ridley put up a goose egg on Sunday or Monday. So, so did Cook. I don't think well, he's. I don't think he's going to have the same kind of week. Either I don't think them, that's going to be the normal for him because no, I think no. he's still actually the number one overall rated receiver. He is. He's the number one fantasy receiver right now, even with the zero on his roster. So, I mean, worst case scenario. I mean, I would probably start Judas Smith-Schuster against the Eagles, who over Robbie Anderson versus Atlanta. But like, no matter who he decides to play, he has four uh, receivers that are viable options. Um, I'm picking him, especially because even though he has Chicago's defense that's playing against Tampa Bay, Arizona defense got Linden negative three points last week. I don't think. I don't think they're going to be it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with Josh as well. As long as he looks at his lineup and realizes that Eckler's not playing. If he doesn't do that, then I'm going with Lyndon. But, um, I mean, crap, the last time that Josh had an issue with his roster, I texted him. I'm like, yo, bro, like, don't just forget about your team because it was like the day before and he had a kicker that was on the practice squad. It was week one and he it was the day before or something. And I hate it whenever people don't look at their teams and just like let it go. Like I, I don't want it to. I don't. I hate whenever there's like a person in the league that just, you know, on somebody's bye week they just leave them in the roster because they just don't pay attention. So I messaged him, but I'm not doing it again. So he better check his team. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I'm going with Josh as long as he does that. If not, it's Lyndon. But. uh Hopefully, he'll get out of the Burger King drive-thru and check his football team. Okay, next we will go to Brittany versus Ryan. <clears throat> so, let me get there. As of right now, Brittany is projected to beat him by 20 points. Um, yeah, this doesn't look good for Ryan. Um, his number one scorer is on a bye week. Aaron Jones. So, yeah, his number one scorer, Aaron Jones, is on a bye week. His number one quarterback, Cam Newton, is on the IR. Mm -hmm. Uh, His number one, maybe not number one running back, but one of his starting running backs, Leonard Fournette, is out this week, which actually might mean that Ronald Jones will do better. Um, But he does have Debo Samuel. This is his second week back. He looked okay last week, but I didn't really do much with him. Hopefully against Miami's defense, he does a lot. He has Latavius Murray, who he put in for Aaron Jones, who had 20 points last week, but at the same time, with that New Orleans Saints roster, he could score nothing this week. Yep. Or he, uh, like It's, it's <laughs> he such could, a toss-up. He could score 40, or he could score two. But nobody I do notice know. that he picked up Justin Jackson, mm-hmm. who, with the Austin Eckler injury, has a chance to do get a lot of carries, a lot of touches, a lot of catches out of the backfield. So that has the potential to do really well for him. So in order for Ryan to have a chance this game, he will need Drew Brees to throw a couple touchdown passes to Latavius Murray. He'll need Ronald Jones to do really well. He'll need Debo Samuel to be completely his healthy self and get like six to eight catches for a hundred yards and like Tyree Kale to have a good game. Justin Jackson have a great game. And even then Brittany's team still looks scary enough to beat him this week. Yeah. With just uh, her team, despite still not having McCaffrey, um, has Mahomes against the Raiders. She's got Carson versus the Minnesota defense. She's got Thielen, Adam Thielen versus Seattle. That could be big. Like, I don't know if fantasy points can go that high. <laughs> um, she does have Terry McLaurin, who I read did not practice today uh, or yesterday, whatever day I read that. So he mm-hmm. has not practiced early in the week. 
Uh, if Terry McLaurin just happens to not play, she has John Brown, who might not play. actually with the yeah. She has she could figure it out. She has Jay Crowder. She could move some people around. Yeah, that wouldn't be the best for her. Um, but she also has Buffalo's defense, which wouldn't be the best if that game got canceled for her. But Darren Waller versus the Kansas City defense has the potential to do a lot. Uh, I don't think Ryan is a 20-point underdog here. I just think he's he's got to have a lot go right. And like I said, with Brittany having McLaurin possibly out, possibly no Buffalo, I mean, it, it could possibly. I don't know, but I'd have <laughs> to pick Brittany. Yeah, I'm going with Brittany as well. Um, as much as I want Ryan to win and kind of need Ryan to win to like push Brittany further down, um, I just think it's a bad week for, for Ryan. Um, having to use a backup running back as a starter. Uh, actually, two I will say with Eckler this down, about but. Ryan's team. He does have Le'Veon Bell, who's supposed to come back. He just picked him up off waivers. Um, I see Camp Newton. Whenever Cam Newton comes back, uh, even though I, I feel like Drew Brees is probably the better quarterback overall, He's not putting up. He's putting up 15 fantasy points a week, which is fine. But Cam Newton's putting up 25. Uh, he has Jerry Judy, who's been doing very well for him. Ryan Ryan is having. I don't know if it's a similar season to mine, but if you look at his roster, you're like, you know what this this team, especially with Debo Samuel coming back now, has the potential to like make a deep run, like a nice little run down the stretch. He just needs like three or four things to fall in place for him. I don't think it happens this week though. No. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, this week's a, a bye week for Brittany, I think, um, pretty much. Well, I mean, we put in our 150% stone cold hard lock that you would beat me last week and took an missed extra point to do that. So yeah, I don't think, (laughs) I don't think I'm putting that much. Yeah. (laughs) Dang it. I brought it. That hurt my feelings. <laughs> it's okay. We're almost done. We've only got two more games to go through. Then you can go and cry into your pillow. Um, next, we've got Michael versus Nathan. So The brothers yep. showdown. So I don't know if Nathan's actually going to do this. I would ask him, but he just took the dog out. Um, but I think that he's just leaving his kicker spot empty this week uh, because he doesn't want to drop anybody on his team. And his kicker's on a bye. So. Um, Does he yeah. have an extra roster spot? Oh, no, he just put his kicker on the bench. Okay, that's yeah, how yeah. that happened. Yeah. That looked confusing to me. Yeah. Um, but looking at his bench, I wouldn't want to... Other Like, the only person on his bench that I would really consider dropping would be, like, Sanders. Um, but even then... Because um, wide receiver, or maybe Zach deep. Moss, but he he's a homer for Zach Moss. Yeah, well, it's you know he's got Singletary, so he wants that that handcuff um, on his bench. I he think, doesn't want to get rid of him. Well, also, I think like, I can understand just going a week without a kicker. In fact, I did it last week in a few leagues where I had the Steelers defense. Mm-hmm. You go look at the waiver wire and you think, okay, I could have zero points. I could pick up one of these teams and get negative points. Yeah. So I I'm more inclined to do that with a defense than a kicker, but I mean if you feel good about your kicker, Matt Prater is his kicker, uh then yeah, he has he has some solid bench players. We've talked about how deep his team is. And to drop someone like Noah Fant, who's been doing really well, or mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders, who can go off at any point, or Michael Gallup, who he just traded for. Or Miles Gaskin, who he just traded for. Mm. It, it wouldn't make a lot of sense for him. So, I I don't know. I mean, if he goes without the kicker play, it definitely favors Michael. But I still don't know if Michael has what it takes to win this game as far as matchups are concerned. Because, mm-hmm. again, Stefan Diggs versus the Titans. Who knows if that game's going to happen. Zach Ertz versus the Steelers, that doesn't look great for him. Um Yeah, he needs to and then, he needs to think about putting Stefan Diggs in his flex just in case that game doesn't happen. 
Oh, I agree. That way uh, you I, can sub somebody else in for those points. Um, yeah. But he also has benched Matt Ryan, who's facing the Carolina defense, and put in Terry Bridgewater. So, I mean, he's pretty frustrated with how bad Matt Ryan did last week. Nick Chubb out. Uh, he probably had the waiver pickup of the week with uh, Tanyan, Robert Tanyan from the Packers, because yeah. he's been he's been what Mark Andrews was for you last year, and he could be really good for Michael, but he won't be this week because he's not playing. Yep. Michael Thomas <laughs> might come back this week. He's been limited practice, ankle injury, still working on it. I don't know if I would be brave enough to start him this week. I mean, I would if the Stephon Diggs game got canceled, but. I don't know. I just think Josh Jacobs versus Kansas City. Uh, well, I guess Nathan has Singletary versus the Titans, so that's not great. Um, See, I but, heard I heard that they were going to hold Thomas out till after the bye because their bye is next week. Um, so I don't know if it's true or not. It doesn't say it under his uh, stuff on the uh, on the app, but. Um, but I heard that they might hold him out till after the bye week just to give him an extra week to rest. So, well, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> they they're a team that wants to go to the Super Bowl, and it would be stupid for them to play him if he's not ready. Yeah, I so. think I am going to pick Nathan to win this game. Kicker or no kicker? No kicker. I think Tom Brady versus the Chicago defense should do some great work. Josh Jacobs versus Kansas City defense, a lot of good work. But if Tom Brady throws a couple touchdown passes to Mike Evans, oh yeah, that's just a wrap. I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. might struggle a little bit against Indianapolis, but I think it's more likely that we see some more 35-point games from him. Mark Andrews versus the Cincinnati defense, that's great for him. So I... I don't know. I think after I know Michael has a completely new team this week, but after they put up only 80 something points last week, it's hard for me to pick them, even though he's got Elliott versus the Giants and he's got I mean, he's got some good matchups this week. He's got some okay matchups. But I think I'm just picking the upset just to pick the upset this week, even though Michael <laughs> is probably strongly favored. I just like I said, his team's likely to lay an egg, and Nathan only needs a couple things to go right, like a couple of Mike Evans touchdown catches. Yep. Yeah, I'm going with Nathan as well. Kicker, we should know after no the kicker. Thursday night game, though, because yeah. Tom Brady, Mike Evans, uh, and the Tampa Bay defense. I also see... I saw one more player from this game in here. Oh. Uh, but the Tampa Bay I defense. Know. I thought I saw another play from this game. I could be wrong. But we got Tom Brady, way. Mike Evans, Tampa Bay defense. You've got. That's and it. quite honestly, <laughs> Nathan's at the advantage right now. Like Matt Prater's on the bench at his bye, which is smart for him. If Nathan is losing. On Sunday afternoon, he can look at the Monday night kickers. He can look at possibly the, the Tuesday, possibly night, Tuesday night. He could yeah. look at the Sunday. Yeah, so he can look at a few kickers. And if he thinks it's going to make a difference in this game, because all of Michael's players will be done by Sunday at 8 o'clock. Yep. Nathan can make that play if he needs to. Yeah, that's actually really smart. It's really smart. So, yeah. So, yeah, right now we are... We we have all the same picks right now, and I have a feeling that this next you one... picked Nathan over Michael. Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, see, I picked that one to try to be opposite from you because I thought you were going to lock in Michael there. No, no, I just don't. You know, I uh, I have issues revamping an entire team, and could go well, could go. I don't know. It just it just kind of weird for me. But <clears throat> all right. On to the last game of the week. It's me versus Roger. First place versus second place. And 
I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. I am going to lose. Um, yeah, I, you are. I don't like my matchups at all. Um, that's pretty much it. Like, I've got Johnny Smith, who I might have to put Hayden Hurst back in, who has just been one week three points, next week 15 points, next week one point. So He did win you the game last week. He did all he needed to. True. That's very true. But yeah, uh, this is the first time I'm picking against myself. Uh, I think Prescott's going to have another big game. Cook versus Seattle. Not too fond of that matchup. McKinnon, if Mostert comes back, um, probably still going to play him because I don't, I don't, I just don't trust Ingram. Um, CD Lamb, I think, could potentially have another big game. Metcalf versus Minnesota. Minnesota has, uh, I believe, allowed the most fantasy points to wide receivers this year. Um, one of yeah. their one of their cornerbacks has Minnesota. Um, okay, I know Seattle's, or it might have been Seattle's defense, but Minnesota was up there, right with Cowboys and Seattle's for the most points allowed to fantasy wide receivers, but. So let me tell you why Roger is going to beat you. <laughs> he has Kyler Murray Versus to DeAndre Hopkins connection facing the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> he has Kamara facing the injury riddled Chargers defense. Mm-hmm. Um, he has, you know what? He has uh, James Robinson against the, the uh, Houston team who I actually think, I think is going to come out and just crush this week because they got rid of their coach and they're happy about that. Um, Cooper Cup against Washington. Travis Kelsey versus the Raiders. Uh, Jonathan Taylor versus Cleveland, which could be interesting, but he also has Baltimore's defense and Justin Tucker facing Cincinnati. Uh, I think there is no way possible (laughs) That you can win. The Except, matchups, the you know, ma- like, <laughs> you know, when you watch the Avengers, um, even though that movie wasn't great, there was that scene where he looks at Doctor Strange and he's like, holds up the one finger. And like, this is the one way that you can win. Yeah, I just watched that last night for the first time. I, so I, I would say that my- scene was pretty good. That was, was a pretty good, good scene. So here's here's it. This is it. The one way. Dak Prescott versus the Giants. The Giants need to actually score a lot of points so that Dak Prescott has to throw for 500 yards again. Oh, don't worry. They you will. have Dalvin <laughs> Cook, who has been going 200 yards a week berserk nuts. He needs to do that again for you. Yes. You have McKinnon versus Miami. Uh, so... San Francisco has to do really well because you also have the kicker and defense for San Francisco. C.D. Lamb to catch everything that Dak Prescott throws. D.K. Metcalf, who leads the NFL in receiving yards, to continue to do that. Um, so I think with that going in your favor, and like if you play a tight end that's worth something... And you pick the if, right flex spot. If Jonu Smith would fucking play. Oh, damn it. I don't want to freaking hear about it. <laughs> you, That's fair. I've got one player. You've got multiple. So <laughs> I'm picking Daniel to win this game. You're picking me to win. Just There's, so we don't have a rundown all the way. Just one, so we don't pick everything the same. And two, because I think... That as good as the matchups are for a Rodgers team, the matchups for your team are even better. Dalvin Cook is going to have to catch some passes out of the backfield. DK Metcalf is going to have to score some touchdowns to go with his yards. And CeeDee Lamb is going to have to have a big, big game. But if who the Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins connection does what it did last week, and kind of peters out a little bit, even though they're facing the Jets. It, I mean, it could happen. Who knows? But True. um, you'll need you'll need uh, Kamara to to not score any touchdowns, 
uh, even though he's the number one running back in the league right now, especially for fantasy. Um, and you'll need Kelsey to kind of have a mediocre kind of day. I, I mean, think, I, I, th- like, I'm trying to make it work in yeah. my head. Well, you, okay, so so here's here's something to, to help you out. It's a stretch, but I think you can win. Okay, so if Arizona comes out and um, Kyler Murray runs in a touchdown or two and passes one to, like, Christian Kirk uh, in the first half, and they're up by, like, four touchdowns, there's a chance that Hopkins doesn't put up 20 points, you know? That's if true. If they're up. They're not going to be, you know. Either that or he's going to have 45 points by the end of the first half. Yeah, exactly. So either way, so that's, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't want, obviously, like I I would, if I won, I'd be in first place. Barring Brittany putting up enough points to surpass me in points and winning. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, I need uh, need a miracle. That's all I'll say. I need I need a lot to go right for me. I have noticed that Michael has the most points scored against him. Uh Roger did put up that massive, massive number against him uh that one week and then I think someone else put up like hundred and sixty points against him as well, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, yeah. So Michael does have the most points scored against him. Even when uh, Linden lost. He scored 122 points against Michael. So, uh, besides that, I have the most points scored against me. So, I'm I'm on brand, right yep. there. Yeah, and you actually have more points um, than three people with two and two records. So, I'm if aware. you could just get those three people to lose one and you win one, you would go from ninth place to like fourth or fifth place. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't think it's going to happen for me this week against Bruce. Yeah. It's hurts. Hopefully hurts. Hopefully it does. I don't think it will. Everybody. Um, when you're saying your prayers at night and in the morning and before you eat, pray for Josiah's fantasy football team. Unless it's a week that he plays against me, then pray for me. Um, so I do face you twice. We will face again. Yes, we will. Maybe three times. Maybe we'll face in the playoffs in the championship again. Uh, it would probably have to be the consolation championship if we're being realistic here oh, with my one and three rock record then but I don't, uh, I don't want to be I, it's fantasy football a lot can happen it's still early we're one third one fourth of the way through the the season one third one fourth one third yeah yeah one so there's there's wins that are so important right at the beginning of the season i didn't get any of them to make my road easier so i'm gonna have to Get a win streak. Uh, Daniel. Yes. Do you have anything to promote? Normally we throw it to a guest. Do you, do you have anything? Um, I have a YouTube channel that I do video game stuff on. Um, it's the Party Blarder on YouTube. I don't have 100 subscribers yet, so I can't have a custom URL. I am 15 away. So if 15 of you lovely people listening want to go and subscribe to my YouTube Um, I will be posting more Minecraft content soon. Um, Soon I will be getting into uh, posting some Call of Duty stuff, possibly some Among Us. Um, If anybody ever played Fall Guys again, I would post some of that, but nobody ever plays it. Um, Just got Left 4 Dead on Steam, so maybe do some Left 4 Dead videos. Um, Yeah, so you check it out on there, the Party Blarder. Don't ask me what that means because you don't want to know. Um, yeah. And on YouTube or um, Instagram, the party blarder. So did you know, I don't know if I told you, Josiah, how I was trying to get the custom creator code for Epic back over the summer or spring and summer, and they were updating their application process. They still haven't updated it. So... <laughs> I did all that work to gain a thousand followers on Instagram for nothing. So I can't get the creator code because they're not doing it and nobody likes my post anyway. So 
There's no need for a thousand followers. So go ahead and unfollow me. Doesn't matter to me. Or if you want to follow me, I randomly post videos of dogs having sex with toys. All right, it's time to get off here. Uh, the game starts in 12 minutes. So in about three hours, we will know if Nathan wins or loses because half his team is playing tonight. So. Alrighty. Everyone, uh, tell someone you love them. Have yes. a good week.